The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Level two is done. We're rolling along the quickest 100 minutes in sports talk radio. Man, we've been jam-packed uh, tonight. Sean Higgs, level one. Big Card Julio, Angelo Zara, Brent Seleski, Sebleski, level two. Ravino will join us. We're, 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 we're not finished. We won't be here tomorrow night, actually. Um, there's been little mini disruptions in the summertime. We don't really do vacations, but there's like little spots here and there. And uh, Matthias had surgery last week, uh, eye surgery. So how are your eyes now? Feeling better now? Do you, see, do you see better? The laser surgery worked? I wouldn't do that personally, but I know people that do. Um, Still uncomfortable, Gabe. Still uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, you got dry eyes? <laughs> You've been lasered, bro. Well, you got to be dropping drops weird. in this thing and stuff like that. I don't like that stuff, bro. I might squint a bit, but I see fine. <laughs> I see fine. I've got, I see fine. But, um, yeah, so there's like a mini, mini disruptions, but after that, we're going to be locked and loaded. Um, we don't have anything coming up for, for like a month or something. I've got to I've got to go to Vegas for the super contest and and the circa millionaire and all that. I've got to enter in person. I've got to do that before the football season starts. Which I don't want to sound like a complainer, but I'm like really, because <laughs> I already know. Like I'm like man, I'm going to Vegas for like the uh, the F1 race already. So whatever, I'm going to Vegas twice coming up, but not not till like late August. I think I'm going to go Labor Day weekend. We're all that's we're we're off Labor Day weekend all the time, anyways. Right, and we always come back like that Tuesday after, and football starting and all that. So that's the last couple of years. That's the weekend that I've done Vegas set. Like uh, everyone does, like the you know they have all these conventions and bet bashes and all that. But I don't, I don't, you know what I mean? They're not. It's not my my thing. So um, I like to just sort of slide in. And another thing is too, if I'm gonna go to Vegas, I'd rather go when there's actually games going on. You know, I've gone to enter in a contest, and it's August, and it's like, whatever, there's a preseason game on. I've got this down now. I always go the Saturday before the Thursday NFL. So college football. So I'll be in, we'll be into week one. You have the week zero. So, like, there's even more. There'll be more real games going on that Saturday, right? So I'll go to the Circa. I'll, I'll sign up. I'll watch the games at the Circa. I'll go over to the, the, the Superbook, watch a couple of games, have a couple of drinks there, watch some games. I make a Saturday of it. I usually, I usually start. I start at the the Superbook, the Hilton, the Westgate, whatever the hell they call it now. Um, I start there. I enter the Super Contest early on Saturday there, and then uh, I head over to Fremont and I go to Circa and then I watch the the rest of the day. You know the games over at Circa. So that's sort of my mini plan here. 
But yeah, we'll be gone tomorrow. But we'll be back. Uh, we'll be back Sunday. We won't be on TV tomorrow either. But uh, they'll, then the disruptions will be done uh, for a little while. Remember last year, I went to the Bills opener against the uh, the Rams. I don't know, there's no real NFL games that are jumping off the uh, the screen at me. Where I'm like, oh, I got to go to that game. I'll go to the Chargers Bills game, but that's like December 23rd. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Moretz. If it's the part files, for some people to bust up and everybody else in between. Let's do this thing. Man, it's, uh, it really has been the quickest 180 minutes in Sports Talk Radio. We're flying by here uh, tonight. We've talked a little bit about uh, everything. Shout out to our boy uh, Gino in Philadelphia. Philly in the house as um, the countdown to kickoff is on. NFL football, man, it's it's coming. We're, we're two weeks away. Two Thursdays from now the preseason starts. And, oh, uh, the second half just started of uh, the Philippines and Switzerland. And I think we have another penalty kick coming up here. Like we're one minute in. I don't think they, I think it's the same thing as last time. I don't think the referee wants wants to call it. The referee seems to be saying play on, but yeah, the ref says play on. Let's see here. Yeah, that's not a foul. Switzerland, you already, and I'm on Switzerland. I'm on, like, that's the whole thing. Like, I don't, I call it like I see when I watch these games. Like, even if I have money on it, and look, I got to be honest, we bet halftime full-time. So, I, I, we got lucky that Switzerland had a penalty kick and scored in the 43rd minute or whatever in the first half. I thought it was a soft call then. Now, basically, Switzerland are diving in the box now. They're trying to, they're trying to get calls. I like this referee, actually. She's no, she's all nonsense. She's like, no, I'm not even looking at it. No. Yeah, but, you know, if you're Switzerland and you're in the back in the locker room, you you know, you tell yourself, hey, it's like, hey, you know, they're calling these types of fouls today. If you're in the box and you feel something, go down. They might call it. Yeah. You know, you're, oh, my God. The Switzerland are all over them now, Matthias, to start this. Um, yeah. No, you're exactly right. So, listen, uh, Canada had a penalty kick in their game. They missed. Last night, New Zealand uh, had a penalty kick and they missed. I don't think there was a penalty kick in the other one. I'm watching so many of these games. What was the other game? Australia, Northern, uh, uh, and, and Ireland. There wasn't a penalty kick in that one. So, but still, we're 2 and one with penalty kicks. With this VAR stuff, bro, like before, if the ref said no, he said no, and you had to go on. You know what I'm saying? Now, with the video, it's always a penalty kick. It's actually annoying, but let's bet on it. Will there be a penalty kick attempt? We've been leaving this on the table. We're only three games in, but hey, it's time. <laughs> so the next game coming up, <laughs> like USA Vietnam. You know someone on Vietnam is tripping someone. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. We're listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci. All right, level three. Shout out to our boy, Matthias. 
in Germany. Well, I think he might be in Spain right now. Like I said, we've got a world, uh, we've got a world global audience here, baby. What's up? Uh, we got Matthias in the booth, but we've got uh, Matthias who's in our chat room right now. And uh, Matthias is reminding me. He said, "No, no, Marenzi, there was a penalty kick in the Australian. Yeah, you're right. That's how they scored." Dude, listen, man, I've been up for like 20, I haven't even slept. Like, I'm really betting on this a lot. I, I love I love these tournaments. They're only every four years, the Euros, all this stuff. And I couldn't tell you about transfer fees and this guy's moving to that team and all that. I don't care, man. But give me a number, let me see the game, and I'll murder this stuff in-game. Right? That's, that's But I got to watch it. So, like, remember I told you last night on the air, Matthias, we're like, all right, we're, we're gonna, we know we're watching the first one here, New Zealand and Norway. But I got to be honest with you. The game flew by quickly. Like, it was a really brisk pace, man. Like, there was no fouls. There was no nothing. It was just like boom, 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 boom. And it went by really fast. And I was like, you know what? I'm kind of not, uh, you know, I just want a bunch of money here. And I want to roll this over. And I watched Mannix and a little Alfred Hitchcock in between the games. <laughs> and then the next thing, next thing, you know, I was like, you know, I won't stay up, though, for the whole game. I'll just sort of place the bets and I'll go to sleep after. Yeah, well, that was a lie. And and since it was Australia, it was there was more pageantry, man. It was like the game took longer. They they took forever to start. They had I don't know the prime minister and blah blah like it's one of those type of deals. You know the dignitaries and all that crap. So it took forever. And uh, but I I had like fifteen hundred bucks on it by the end of it. So I was sort of interested. Like <laughs> I mean, I was like yeah, I could go to bed. I was looking at the clock. I'm like 4:30, And I'm like, dude, man. And I don't I like it cuz the birds start coming out with this. Oh yeah. I start hearing yeah. these like rah 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 they start coming out. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, and it starts getting yeah, it starts getting bright outside. That's the key. I'm like when I'm up when the birds start waking up, I don't like it. <laughs> like you know what I mean? So I'm like, damn, the birds are up, man. And, like, it's all bright outside. Like, put it that way, it was bright outside. And I wasn't even on cocaine or anything. Like, I mean, I was literally, <laughs> I was literally sober, like, you know, drinking a Coca-Cola, watching women's soccer at 5.30 in the morning, bro, basically. Yeah. Screw me up. Was, you know what? I, I've been on so much overnight tennis game that I, I love these little minor tournaments after the majors. Honestly, there's so many lines that are, that are just gimmies because so many of these guys don't show up to play. So, so playing these things in game live in some tennis action right now is just—it's just so hard to avoid. I got to admit. Well, hey, this is the time to make some money now. Um, so I'm looking here right now. All right, specials. We got to find under specials. So, where I'm going with this is, guys, there's been three games and there's been a penalty kick in every game. Except I'm look I'm looking at all the different props here right now, and I I don't see it so far. So I'm gonna find if they have it. They usually do. It's usually under specials. No, maybe it's under goals. Goals, goals, goals. With the exact goals, number of goals. Both teams to score. Both goals. Will it come on? Come on. Where's that like penalty kick goals? <sighs> you know. This is sexist, Matthias. They got to have the damn same props for every damn like. I think the book might have taken it down, Gabe. You know, they, they probably did their homework and said, holy smokes, a PK in every game. We got to get this off now <laughs> before Gabriel Morenzi comes in and smashes us. <laughs> well, I know. It's, my mind is spinning. I'm like, dude, he's plus, two, like, it's plus money all the time. You got to take this. Like, all right, I got to go through every one of them. All right, uh, here's popular. All right. 
Double chance, over, under, both teams to score, result both teams to score, correct score, halftime, full-time, halftime, correct score, goal scores, Asian handicap, both teams to receive his card, handicap result. No, all right. It won't be under the Asian lines. Cards. Corners. No. Goals. It's not under goals. Number of goals. There's not even one, like, will there be a penalty kick on the goal? All right, oh, how about this one? All right, Spain and Costa Rica, bro. We just talked about it earlier. Spain, and this is the next match coming up after this, guys. And then it's done until tomorrow night, Friday night with Vietnam and USA. But we talked about it. Spain arguably are the second-best team in a tournament. They're really good. Like, they're world-class. Like, they're really, really good. Now, I know they're, they're, they also have money issues. Like, the players are complaining that they don't get paid enough, and they're big, and they should get more, and... I know they have an injury or two, but they're still really dangerous. And Costa Rica are in over their heads here, Matias. So where I'm going with this is Spain to score in the first 20 minutes, bro. I say yes. It's will there be a goal in the first 20 minutes of the game. doesn't even matter who scores. Will there be a goal in the first 20 minutes? Minus 120, yes. I say yes. Do you agree? It's going to happen. Spain. I don't know, so Gabe. You know, in these spots, I don't like to get greedy sometimes just because sometimes no. – yeah, greed is good, Matthias. Yeah, greed, greed is good, but when you start a World Cup, you <laughs> like just never gecko know. Set. You know like, look, I, 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 I would have, if this game would have been yesterday, I would have been absolutely, Gabe, absolutely, let's do well, it. Now no you're gun shy. See, that's why you now, let these yeah, results get to you. Well, man, when I see New Zealand win the first game, and then when I see the Philippines completely, you know, nearly draw Norway until a, a, a soft PK. Switzerland. Yeah, or Switzerland, excuse me. It makes me double think, you know, the, the goals in the first half and how early they're coming. I, I, I do think Spain win by a lot, but I, I just wonder when that first goal actually drops in. I, I like I like how you want to go uh, be aggressive and get that first goal. Oh, I'm going to be aggressive. How about this, bro? Both teams to score, no, is minus 334 in this one. In this game, it was only minus 163, Matthias. Like, listen, you know me. I defended Costa Rican mess soccer. I didn't defend them. I just said, listen, they can maybe cover the spread. And you were like, they're terrible. They're blah, blah, blah. I believe their women are terrible. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. hey, they just I'm picking it. on the women's team here. I think, they're, no, I think they're in over their heads against Spain, all right? Uh, you know what, Gabe? I, I like your confidence, so I'm going to go with it, man. For sure. No, as a betting man, yeah, I step up to the window and I put my money down. I mean what I say. I say what I mean. You know what I mean? <laughs> I like the minus three and a half at minus one thirty-five without being greedy. I'm gonna still play with the minus four. Sure, you know, but if I'll go in the first twenty minutes. It's just like, oh, let's dance. That's bold. No, it's a minus. It's like, it's like betting a basketball first to twenty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's exactly. like let's go, man. It's let's like, bring it on. One once every four years, baby. Once every four years, let's go. Oh yeah, yeah. And you know what? I'm also gonna do a corner. Let's see corners. I'll do this one. This I swear to God, this is a great one. And in big matches, not like in an MLS game or just something, but especially when it's sort of one sided, the team will come out fast. All right. No, this will be under minutes. This will be under minutes. All right, first 10 minutes, goals, cards. All right. Wow. All right, so will there be a goal in the first 10 minutes of Spain and Costa Rica is only plus 240. They're kind of expecting it, right? So I'm going 20 minutes at minus 120. I'm getting a little bit of a cushion here. 
I want to see it sell cards. I want well, to see corners. Well, when though. you look at it that way, everything looks better. <laughs> 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 That's double the time, baby. <laughs> yeah, time. exactly. You know, at the end uh, of the I'm game, on... when, a, when a player asks how much extra time, you know, and you're losing 1-0, how much extra time, ref, how much extra time? Back then, you know, when I was playing, you were just hoping he'd give you over three minutes. Now, you know, if, if they told me 10 minutes of extra time, eight minutes of extra time, not only could we score a goal, but we could freaking win the game, Gabe. <laughs> That's Man. Everybody gets a load of extra time these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Extra time used to be two, three minutes, like you said. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Nowadays... You want, you want extra time, you want to get screwed, bet on those Middle Eastern soccer games, bro. Like in, you know, bet on like the Qatari league. I swear to God, bro. Like they play till the king, like the team that the king wants to win scores. Like, uh, like I had, no, like the, I had extra like the PFL, time. They, <laughs> they were literally, they were literally in to like the 127th minute, Matthias. Like, and I was like, what's come on, man. I ended up losing. And after I kind of they realized they were like, nah, the king owned that team. And he basically played until he waved and he said, all right, end the game. All right, we're going to put together some Spain, Costa Rican. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. what we thought they were. We played them in preseason. Who the hell takes a third game in a preseason like a bull? We played them in the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. That's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. It's the head coach of Nigeria <laughs> tonight. Should have won a game. <laughs> Canada are who we thought they were. We played them twice in the Algarve Cup. Played them twice in the Algarve Cup. Damn it. Um, Switzerland have just scored again. It's 2-0 right now. So we laid the one and a half. That's looking good. But this is the problem when you bet, like, literally nine things in one game. Now I'm concerned about the under two and a half, Matthias. You want the other goal, right? Because you laid two and you don't want to push. I laid one and a half. Yeah, I'm good. I got exactly. halftime, full time. I got a lot of things looking good here. This would be nice for me. This would be nice, an ideal finish at 2-0. I don't think this ends 2-0, bro. I think it's going to end up 3-0 or 4-0. Remember, we said 3-0 before the game. It was 10-1, too. Gabe, the last time I felt good about a two and a half, and I'm thinking, okay, we're going to get one more, was Panama uh, Martinique. In the gold cup, and, and the whole time I'm thinking, great, great, it's 2-0. I'm celebrating. I'm feeling great. And then Panama gives up the dumbest goal in the last minute of extra time, a brutal goal, and there goes my play. And it was one of the worst beats of the year. It was a terrible beat. And t and hopefully, right now the Philippines don't score some stupid goal in the last minute because of some <laughs> dumb mistake in the back. You know, some nonsense. You never know, Gabe. Right, here, I'm going to put together a quick same-game parlay here. I want to get to the TBT. And uh, Rob Vino's going to join us. We'll talk some CFL football. The game's coming up here. All right, Spain are going to win this game. So, results, Spain, the win, yes. Both teams to score. 
Wow. Spain to win and both teams to score is minus 500. There's not really a whole hell of a lot I can do with this game, bro. Um, halftime, full-time? It's 500? There's nothing I can do here. Winning margin? Think, well, the best way to play this is, is what, like five or more goals by, by our six or more goals? Yeah, I could, I'm looking here like that. You know what? We're going to have to get into some goal scores here, bro. Who's going who's gonna, to who's gonna score here for Spain? Esther Gonzalez? Jennifer Hermoso? Alba Renando? For the record, Esther Gonzalez is the favorite to score. She's plus 162 to score first and last. I, I like Hermoso. That's a nice last name. It's, that, that Hermoso is plus, that means, plus that 187. It's that Hermoso, you know? It's beautiful. So, yeah, let's go. That, that Follow the signs. Hermoso. Should be at Mosa because it's a well, How about this? Like Esther it. Gonzalez is minus two seventy-five to score any time. Hermosa <laughs> to score any time is minus two twenty-five. So, oh, let's God. let's try same game they parlay. The back of the net. Same game parlay and uh, let's see Gonzalez to score here. What happens with this? The problem is in the same game parlay they don't let you do like minus one and a half, two and a half stuff. Like, you got to do the result. It's annoying. Like, they, I hate that. Like, if you're going to take bets, just take the freaking bet. See, they're not even, like, team goal score first or last. I don't want that. They're, like, they're really blocking us here. They're making it hard. One thing I'm catching on, there's a lot of cards suddenly here. Like, the Swiss girls talk a lot. They really do mouth off a lot to the ref. We're in the 68th minute here right now. All right, Sky, I, you know what? We can't get cute. There's nothing to get cute here with this game. We're just going to have to play Spain. Like, we're just going to lay the four. Like, we're going to have to play Spain. Simple as that. Like, the lay, the lay the goals. First half is minus one and a half. So, what did I say before? Yeah, I'm taking Spain to... I'm taking, will there be a goal in the first 20 minutes? Yes. I'm going to lay the one and a half in the first half with Spain. I'm getting bold, Matthias. Finally, I think we're going to get a blowout. And um, I'll lay the four with Spain in the game. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, that, that, I love that game. But I love that play, Gabe. Absolutely, I'm along with that too. I'm playing it safe with a three and a half and playing a minus one thirty-five. Unfortunately, because I'm just, I just do that. And then I'm also going to play the four as well and, and 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 play that and feel good about that too. I'm thinking this game is six-zero, maybe even more. See, I look at the again, goal, like, the first goal falls early. Look at the Swiss; like they don't stop bitching and they really talk. Like they don't stop complaining. This team. I've watched every game. Like, this team complains the most out of any team so far, Switzerland. Well, as they showed in the movie Cool Runnings, you know, they're, they're always a mean team, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. They're stuck up. But stuck up Euros. Most of the Jamaicans, man. It's funny, too. Like, the, one, the, the girls on the Philippines look like they're about to start crying, some of them. It's like after the last goal. Like, they're like 18. The girl looks like she was going to start crying. Like, they caused the penalty. It's like, it's, don't worry, baby. Like, you know, someone got a letter. Don't worry. You were like 40 to 100 dogs, okay? So don't worry about it. Um, all right. So, TBT. Let's see if we can pick some winners. I'll post this stuff on Twitter. We're, you know, we're not going to win every game, like I said. Like, we go like 3-1, and 3-2, and 2-1. and one. There's usually these little, like, bunches of games. But tomorrow in the TBT, this is the busiest one yet. Like, it's like a full slate of basketball in the TBT across the day here. So, as I was saying, we started off Dominic rogers Cromartie, the football player. He's got a team. He plays. Um, they're getting 11.5 points against the program for autism. Generally, these games are not blowouts. It's rare, 
right? It's hard to blow teams out. It's like it's the short game, four nine-minute quarters. The program for autism, though, they're, they used to be called aut autism, uh, the Army, uh, Autism's Army. You know, they fight autism, but they're really like a team from New York. Like, it's, um, they're good. Like, they made it to the championship game last year in this thing, and they lost to the Buffalo Bull, Buffalo alumni, Blue Collar U. <sighs> Tough game. I don't want to lay it 11 and a half. I think the program for autism will survive, though. I think they're too good. Like, they're, they're too good for this thing. All right, this next one is interesting. The Buccaneers and the Fort Wayne champs. Now, the Buccaneers are another one that have been around this tournament uh, for, for a while. Buccaneers, TBT. They are the East Tennessee State alum. And... Um, these guys have had uh, these guys have had success in this tournament. They're six and two all time. They're six and two all time in this tournament. Isaiah Banks, Dylan Reppert, Bo Hodges, uh, Jalen McLeod, Jalen Johnson, Jalen Riley. They got a lot of Jalen's. Jordan Bowden, Jordan uh, uh, Jordan Nicholas, uh, Jordan Coffin. Lamont Turner, who played for the Tennessee Volunteers. It's a pretty nice roster here, this team, actually. You know what? Um, they're laying four and a half against the Fort Wayne champs. Now, we'll get into this with Rob Vino. There's a game that I really like that catches my eye that I'm going to hammer. Fort Wayne champs, TBT. Man, like last year, it was like 32 teams only in this tournament. There's 64 now. Like, it's, it's really growing. <laughs> it's a pain. All right, Fort Wayne Chance back better than ever. They look to improve on last year's run. One of the best guards from last year, Tyler, uh, Taylor Parsons. The sky's the limit. 11-5 and five all time. It's going to be a fun game, this game. Grayson Murphy, Jaron Lewis, Caleb Vaughn. You know what? I don't like betting the overs of the TBT, but 149.5 between these two teams. Fort Wayne can shoot. And the Bucketeers, the, the Bucketeers here, these guys get after it. They're a run-and-gun team. It's 149-and-a-half. I think we get there. I think the Eastern Tennessee State guys advance. It's minus 200 on the money line. These games are close, guys. I'm not trying to cop out with the point spreads, but I'm telling you. Like, there's the Elam ending, so there's no clock final score. There's a target score. And anybody that knows target score basketball knows this stuff always tightens up. So, like, the point spread, you got to be really careful with the point spread when you bet target score basketball. The Elam ending. Um, you got the money team, Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather doesn't play on the team, but Floyd May it's Floyd Mayweather's team. He sponsors the team. The money team. Floyd Mayweather, of course, is, uh, I don't know, I saw he was in South Africa spending all this money. Nothing endears you going to a country and boasting you spent $7 million at a jewelry store, but I guess that's what he did. Uh, so the money team, they're normally, um, they had Jimmer Fredette. They're normally pretty stacked, this team. So the winning share, the thing is you only get paid if you win, right? It's winner take all. It's not like split up, so it's winner take all. So I see the money team, they all get um, they get $73,000 each. 
They get $73,000 each if they win. Jordan Crawford is on the team. Bowling Green, Jordan Crawford. Uh, Devin Booker. The other Devin Booker from uh, from Clemson. <laughs> the other the other Devin Booker. They got Corey Davis from the Houston Cougars. C.J. Ellaby from uh, Washington State. It's a decent team, but they, they to be honest, they get overhyped because they're Floyd Mayweather's team. All right, they're playing Nasty Natty. Nasty Natty. That's the um, Cincinnati Bearcat entry. Nasty Natty. Man, I love this tournament. I'll tell you what, though. Get in on, there's a game Saturday that the number's posted. Mass Street versus Show Me Squad. Mass Street are the Kansas alum. I took them to win a tournament at 20 to 1. They won't. Show Me Squad, plus six and a half. They might beat them outright. Rob Vino next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The Thursday Night Throwdown continues. This is SportsRage. I am Gabriel Moranzi. We're jam-packed at tonight, and we've got a bonus guest. Normally joins us on the Friday Night Freak Show. Rob Vino steps up and in from the Philadelphia PA doing this thing. Wagertalk.com, RobVinoSports.com. In the house, Rob, it's always a pleasure. Thanks for joining us tonight. How you doing, my man? Yeah, I'm doing great, Gabe. Thanks for having me tonight. So, uh, Rob, uh, you know, there used to be a dog days of summer, I guess, like 20 years ago in the sports betting market. Between the Women's World Cup, the TBT, Major League Baseball, CFL football, I got to tell you, I'm as stressed as I could be if it was October. I'm more chill in October than I am now, to be honest. I'm losing sleep watching, like, Ireland play Australia and women's soccer, Rob. That's what I've got going on this week. Yeah, it's crazy, right? It seems like over the years, Dave, they've added so many additional sports. Like I said, that TBT didn't exist years ago. I don't know exactly how old it is, maybe 10 years. It's the 10th year this year. It's their 10th anniversary, yeah. And when they started taking action on it, I can't even remember. But you're right. They just keep creating, um, you know, these sporting leagues and events for us to uh, get involved with in the summer, which is kind of fine by me, but it takes a little bit to keep up with it all to um, play everything. Like I said, we were talking off air real quick, and takes me a couple of games here to watch this TBT to get a feel for these guys um, and what their teams might be each an individual season. Just quickly, as far as the TBT is concerned, I've been all in, and you're right. I think it, it's been about four years or so that people have been betting on it, right? And now the sports books actually sponsor it. FanDuel started sponsoring it a couple of years ago, but it's really grown. But what's interesting, I got a piece of this team, Mass Street, and you figure they would be a UMass team, but they're not. It's actually a Kansas Jayhawk team. And they've got Mario Chalmers, the Markeith, uh, Markeith and Marcus uh, Morris are actually the coaches. So, and, you know, you've got uh, uh, Tyshawn Taylor and Mario Chalmers and Brandon Rush and, uh, and, yeah. and Robinson. You've got all these dudes that are big-time players. They were 20-1 to 1 to win it all, but they're big-time favorites. And they got all they could handle from, like, a bunch of street ballers from L.A., Right, like a sort of street collective dudes, like took them to the brink, man. They went to the Elam, and it was seventy to sixty-eight, first to seventy, and Kansas ended up winning seventy to sixty-eight. But where I'm going with this, a lot of fun on Saturday. They're playing the uh, Show Me Squad, who are Mizzou alum. Uh, so yep. you got Kansas versus Mizzou. How cool is this? 
the building's going to be packed, bro. Uh, Jayhawk fans, Missouri Tiger fans. And the Mizzou team's getting six and a half. I'm going to be taking them. And look, I've been betting this. I've been watching the games. So I'm putting my money on this. I wouldn't just tell you this. And I even took uh, Mastery to 20 to 1 to win it all. They got all they can handle. They can't shoot very well. And this Missouri team shot lights out. They look great in their first game. We're getting six and a half points, Rob. I like the show me squad. Yeah, and I'll just say from experience, Gabe, because my youngest went to the University of Missouri. Now, granted, you know, my sons grew up, in, born in Las Vegas, grew up in Pennsylvania. I send them out to Columbia, Missouri to go to school and <laughs> come home get four years later. <laughs> you'd have thought he grew up in Columbia, Missouri. Oh, really? Oh, he's all Missoula. Huh? <laughs> oh, my God. It's nuts. The hatred for KU. Um, you know, the, the very first parental meeting we attended when we, um, when, during his orientation, we go into this auditorium with all the parents, and the chancellor gets up there, and the first thing he says, he says, I'm going to just uh, let all you folks know a little bit about the border war. He says those people from Kansas used to roll dynamite across the border into Missouri, and then we would light the wick and throw it back. So it gets a big roar of applause from everybody, and my <laughs> wife and I are looking at each other like, where the hell are we, man? But um, there's hatred in that rivalry for sure. <laughs> That's great stuff. Rob Vino uh, kicking it with us. So, Rob, CFL rolling along. I can't believe we're in a week seven already. And tonight was one of those damned if you do, damned if you don't type of games. huh? And there's been a lot of these this year in this league where you come into this game, you don't want to have any money on the Edmonton Elks, right? It's like, really, we've seen enough from this football team. It's hard to put, you know, if you're betting real money, you want to put 500 bucks, 250 or whatnot. You really want to do it on the Edmonton Elks. Then conversely... Yeah, you're also laying 15, 15 and a half, 16, depending on when you bet it. The number fluctuated throughout the week. And lo and behold, it lands 14 when it's all said and done, huh? Lands 14, and then the total stays under by a bit. The total, I was worried about the over because I didn't think. I was I was concerned that Edmonton wouldn't score. But my pregame prediction was like 41-12 type thing. And that Winnipeg offense was lethargic in the first half. I don't know how you did. We hit a teaser. We hit a bunch of money line parlays with the Bombers. Uh, but I did fall short laying the points in this game. Yeah, and I fell short on over 45 and a half, Gabe. Um, you know, and again, I'm so tired of watching Taylor Cornelius, that quarterback. But in the first quarter, you know, that first and goal from the six, he makes a terrific run, breaks out of pressure, gets all the way to the six. And Let me tell you something, Rob. Rob. We were on the air with Cam Stewart at the yeah. time, and Cam took Edmonton. And he got up, yeah, yeah, I told you, man, we're in this. And I told him, I said, he goes, Cornelius scored. I said, he didn't really score. He stepped out of bounds, Cam. He goes, oh, it's good. We're on We're on the five-yard line. I said, bro, they're probably going to throw an interception on the next play. Yeah. Boom, they threw an interception on the next play. Yeah. <laughs> but that hurt our total, Rob. It's stuff like that. <laughs> well, you're exactly right. That was going to be my point is that's what kills us. And I had that same feeling as you, Gabe. I didn't want it to happen, but I'm like, just please get through second down and kick a field goal. I don't even care. Um, but there he is throwing interceptions. So that's just Edmonton's way. Like you say, Winnipeg woke up second half, 28-14 final, kind of a – ho-hum game like the one they played against Montreal I think it was 17-3 Winnipeg in that one um not a lot going on even with the return of Kenny Lawler not an awful lot in the passing game here tonight and I tell you what the Edmonton defense game not to ramble on this particular game but really quick the Edmonton defense for the most part they're competing I know they give up yeah they they really are you know they must come to the sidelines and look at this head coach and look at this quarterback and say come on guys we gotta have something better than this because we're going to talk about some reserve quarterbacks that are going to make starts this week in the CFL, and they're in better shape at quarterback than Edmonton is with their starter. And at this point, that's that's shameful. Rob Vino kicking with us. So, Rob, 
And, and Rob loves, you know, handicapping the USFL, the XFL, and he's starting to get more into the CFL now over the past couple of years. But uh, you see, Rob, knowing the MAC is pretty good for the CFL, isn't it? <laughs> if you know the MAC and you know the CFL, and I've always told people that. I said, people ask about the CFL. I said, there's a ton of dudes from the MAC, bro, in the CFL. And a, a lot of the Canadian players, you know, if you're good, you know what I mean? It's, it's rare, you know, Canadian kids are playing for USC or, you know, Michigan. They're usually on the MAC. They're usually on MAC teams. So that's why there's this big CFL connection all the time. But we've got another one now. Taylor Powell comes in, Eastern Michigan. He'll be starting against an Argonaut team that's, you know, just kicking ass right now with Chad Kelly, 4-0 on the season. I'm seeing some 9.5s and 8.5s, actually. So there's some different numbers out there. The total is uh, 49 and a half. We got the uh, the Rough Riders and the BC Lions. Lions always a popular team. Another backup quarterback playing. Former North Texas Mean Green quarterback Mason Fine will be the starting quarterback for the Rough Riders on Saturday night against Vernon Adams at the BC Lions. And uh, I tell you what, it's uh, Dustin Crumania right now in the CFL. Man, this kid's turning heads, and we'll see if he's able to do it on Sunday against Calgary. Yeah, and you know what? Following his college career, like you say, Gabe, thank goodness for Tuesday night Maction, Wednesday night Maction, Thursday <laughs> night, all throughout November, right? Because we're glued to it each and every time they put it on the air. Um, Dustin Crumbs was, was great in his college career. And it doesn't surprise me. You know, I, I tend to often look at these names and reflect immediately back to their college career, where Mason Fine, to me, was a really good quarterback in that offense run by Seth Luttrell, which kind of suits you for Canadian football, right? All the wides and the, and the spread offense and whatnot. Um, we'll see with him because he didn't get a major look in game one, but still I think he's more than capable. And certainly Dustin Crum has the legs to go with the arm, and that's really what makes him a dangerous weapon in Ottawa. So as I said earlier, I feel like those two teams um, probably at the quarterback position are in better shape than Edmonton is with their number one out there running around Taylor Cornelius tonight. You and I both like betting on overs. I don't stop me if I'm wrong. I look at this card and it's the last game. This Ottawa Calgary game. I think there could be some points. And normally you don't want to run to the window to bet an over or a red black game, but we see with Dustin Crum, the confidence is starting to grow with this offense and the players around him. They're believing. Plus, he can extend plays with his legs, and that's been proven. Plus, I think this Calgary offense is starting to wake up a little bit now that uh, Mayor some growing pains becoming the quarterback after Bo Levi Mitchell leaving. People were hard on him early in the season. He didn't really have anyone to throw the ball to. Malik Henry's their best wide receiver, and Malik Henry's gone. Um, and, and Bagleton's really good, and then he got hurt. But you notice with Bagleton back in the lineup, he's really good with the yards after the catch type of stuff. Mayer can just sort of drop it off and, and, and dump it off. I think there should be points in this red-black Stampeder game Sunday night. Do you agree? I do, because I think that Calgary, you know, you've got an offensive-minded head coach. And I had the over last week against Saskatchewan. I think that game got 60-plus um, by the time it was over. And certainly, you know, where Saskatchewan is concerned, you probably would put them on the level with Ottawa. And I'm with you again with Dustin Crum. The ability to make plays kind of helps out here. Calgary's secondary hasn't been much so far this season. I know it was changed around during the off season. They lost some guys and try to fill some holes here. So I could see points there. That total is low enough, Gabe, for me to get involved, Calgary and uh, Ottawa over the 44-and-a-half. I, I, I totally agree with you, though, that Calgary, when you have an offensive-minded head coach that can um, sort of, uh, you know, scheme his way into points is the way I would put it with Calgary. They can scheme their way despite the lack of wide receiving, uh, a wide receiving core with depth and despite the lack of not having their – you know, number one running back for the majority, or if not the entire season so far. I think Dedrick Mills has done just fine there. So I'm with you. I don't know that either defense is good enough to stop the other side from getting up and over 44 and a half as a game total. 
Rob, we've got about two and a half minutes uh, here. PC's always a trendy team. They're they're you know they're two and zero straight up and ATS at home. These two teams have somewhat of a rivalry going. Um, it's a lot of points to lay, and I can just tell you from a you know from a um, a side note, this is the game that they sell the most tickets to. Rough Rider fan likes going to Vancouver. It's like you know the U.S. is San Diego. It's nice weather. It's the ocean. You know what I mean? So like mm-hmm. it's a big road trip game. And they've actually sold more tickets than they did even for the home opener, which was like 30, 33,000. So there's going to be, it's going to be pop in CBS Sports Network in the house. It's 10 and a half. I'm a little weary of laying 10 and a half here, even though it's Mason Fine. I, listen, I, I don't think much of Trevor Harris, to be honest with you. So I'm not sure there's much of a drop off of Mason Fine at quarterback. Uh, the total, 45 and a half. Can we get there? What's your take on that Saturday night game? But I'll tell you what I did already, Gabe, is I shortened it up and I played BC first half thinking that Mason Fine might get rolling second half here. But BC comes in off the bye week, right? That's helpful to them. And Saskatchewan, not only at quarterback, the injuries that they have are all over the place. Offensive line, um, wide receiver, linebacker, they, their injuries are, they're probably the most banged up team in the CFL right now. So got to feel like BC comes home and takes advantage early. Maybe Saskatchewan puts up points in the second half, like I say, when Fine gets rolling. I wouldn't put it past him. He's an accurate thrower. Um, but BC's pretty good defensively. So they've been racking up some yardage, Gabe. And they really, when they get a chance to put it in the end zone, they have put it in the end zone. I think they're 12 of 16 as far as um, it red zone touchdowns are concerned. So Pretty good spot here, I think, first half for BC. The number's going up from five and a half to six. I got lucky early and laid the five and a half. And Vernon Adams with his entire four guys in the wide receiving core last game against Montreal, 80% completions prior to the break. So uh, might be able to light up the Saskatchewan pass defense. You're right. With all those guys, when they have everybody, when they have Rhymes, when they have uh, Hatcher, when they have Whitehead, like when these guys are deep and Wiesel's been out, but they've, you know, they, they, plug, they plug them in. This, the play calling is great, bro. I'm telling you, there's a really smart coach. And if, if Vernon Adams just listens to them, he'll be successful. Throw to who we tell you to throw to. Throw to the roots that we're telling you to throw to. And he'll be fine. We'll get you out of here, Rob. Uh, the Friday night game, quickly, Argos and uh, and Ticats, any opinion? Yeah, a little bit conflicted there, Gabe. I really want to play over because Toronto can score at will. And I think that Hamilton, if nothing else, will be might be able to score some points because Toronto's missing a lot of defensive linemen and their defense hasn't been great. But I just don't trust the backup quarterback here. So I probably... Very quickly, would look at Toronto's team total. It's 28 and a half. I can't see them not getting to 30 here. It's going to be a tough road for Hamilton. They might try to lean on the run game, but I don't know. You don't run on Toronto. So um, I think the yard goes over 28 and a half. Full game is probably the right way to go. Awesome stuff. You want more awesome stuff? Check out uh, Rob Vino over at Wager Talk, RobVinoSports.com, RobVinoSports on Twitter. And uh, next week, we'll start talking some college football futures uh, with Rob. Thanks for the time, Rob. All right, buddy. Take care. Thanks for having me. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Six and two. Two-nil final score. Switzerland two, Philippines nil which is pretty much textbook perfect. We laid one and a half. We had the under two and a half. 
Uh, we had all kinds of same-game parlays. And, in fact, I just looked. We had eight plays. We won six of them. We lose the undercards. We lose the corner kicks, which we actually went smaller on. But um, we go six and two. We'll take it. We smoked this last game before. Been on a little bit of a roll here. Now it's done for the night. Um, after one more contest, Spain. Man, another under, Matthias, though. Four games, four unders. It's been a penalty kick in every game. Um, I'm feeling a game, but it makes me nervous for the upcoming game because we just laid three and a half goals. So let's go. Forget all this yeah, under. I like it. Spain rolls. We're gonna, this, we're gonna, this is the first blowout. Spain rolls, first blowout. Um, I like the USA lay the six goals against Vietnam. As far as the TBT is concerned, really fun uh, action uh, tomorrow. We've got some really cool games. I like the uh, Air Raiders tomorrow night. The Air Raiders, that's the Texas Tech entry. I've got them at 35-1 to 1 to win the tournament, so obviously I like them to, to get through at least uh, and win another game. They won their opener, and they look very good. They're laying three and a half points against the Enchantment. The Enchantment are the New Mexico Lobo entry. Uh, team Enchantment against the uh, Air Raiders. Enchantment beat Austin's own. They beat the uh, the Longhorn crew. This is going to be a good game. Uh, Air Raiders are minus 165 on the money line, minus three and a half. But these guys play defense, and they're really tenacious. It's you know they're they're good. As I stated as well, we were all over the Show Me Squad. Even though I have Mass Street at 20, 20 to one to win the tournament, which I don't think they're going to win after watching them play. They've got a bunch of big hype players and big name players, but they're actually not that great. I think this show me squad could beat them outright. You're getting plus 210 on the money line, which really isn't enough for me to be fall in love with it. We're getting six and a half, though. I really like that a lot. And I think that uh, Mass Street and the show me squad is going to be a track meet. Follow me on Twitter at SportsRage. I'll be posting picks. We'll be back Sunday night with the Sunday Night Rage. Other than that, you're on your own. Later. Later.